A lot of the times what happens is people overestimate how much they can do in a year, but really underestimate what they can do in a decade. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow, and by the time this episode goes up, we will be less than two weeks away from the end of the year and the start of the next. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how to set yourself up for success in the year ahead, but more specifically, how to turn your dreams into goals and your goals into a reality. If you found that you've had the same New Year's resolution year after year after year and haven't really made much progress this is an episode that you're not going to want to miss. We're going to be giving you a lot of practical and actionable information. So feel free to grab a pen and paper and write anything down that stands out to you and feels like it could be really helpful. But before we jump in, I want to thank those of you who have already been pre-ordering Manifest Destiny. I'm so thrilled to have so many of you on board and excited to read it or listen to it, whichever one you've decided to go with. So Manifest Destiny Secrets Not in the Secret is a brand new digital book. It's also available as an audiobook as I said, and you can get each for just $11 or both for just $20 for a very limited amount of time by going to secretsnotinthesecret.com. It is a very special pre-order price. You will not be able to get either for that price by the time the book launches. Um, But as the title states, this is all about manifesting and the law of attraction from my point of view and perspective, really sharing what I found works and doesn't work, um, what's a waste of time and what you actually need to know to get more of what you want out of this life. Um, We talk about success stories as well as some failures because I think that failures are just as important and sometimes even more valuable because I think failures are just as important and even sometimes more valuable because they can really show you where you might be making some mistakes and some errors and how you can also adjust so that you can adjust yourself and align yourself with the success that you are seeking in whatever it is that you are trying to create in your life. As I said, this is a special pre-order price that will not be available for very long. If you would like to gift a copy as well, you can just respond to the confirmation email at checkout with your friend's email address, and we'll make sure to get a copy out to them when it launches on December 27th. It's just about a week away from today, and it will come in so much handy in the new year and beyond. Again, go to secretsnotinthesecret.com. So without any further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. So as I was saying, we have just a little less than two weeks left before we enter into the new year. And in a way, I'm already I'm already done with 2019, you guys. Like I'm already done. I am already treating these past few weeks as pretty much the start of a 2020, which in many ways is kind of like preparation for 2020. But I'm kind of just going in and treating every day as if we're already in 2020, like I'm ready to go. Um, This is kind of like the warm up. It's the preamble. It's just the loose ends. But they're so important to go over because unless you are really look, you can't predict everything in life. You can't prepare for absolutely everything in life. But A little bit of preparation, a little bit of planning can really take you a very long way, but you definitely don't want to spend too much time doing this. So I highly recommend setting aside the time to actually just reflect and really be still with yourself because it's very interesting how little time we actually spend on our own. It's like even when we're on our own and we're by ourselves, we're still somehow, you know, consuming other content. We're scrolling, we're on social media, we're texting. We're not truly just by ourselves alone with our thoughts. And for some people, that could be a very scary thing, even if they don't quite realize it. 
Um, but it's so necessary. There is no way that you can actually create a life that you want without spending some time with yourself, just hearing your own thoughts, being with your own feelings, and really getting to the bottom of what it is that actually matters to you, what really is important to you, what you really truly want without taking into consideration what, you know, what's expected of you, what other people might want for you, what you think other people might expect and want from you. So very important. But um, yeah, the number one thing is to get clarity. It's so important to get really clear about what we want to create in the coming year. So let's get really, really clear about what worked for you and what didn't. Looking at your life so far, look at this year so far. What is it that worked for you? What didn't work for you? What mattered to you? What didn't matter to you? Again, this requires kind of like some introspection. This requires some some time alone. But yeah, it is really important to do a bit of an inventory. And I believe I talked about that a few episodes ago. And assuming you've already done that, assuming you've already asked yourself those questions and gotten really clear about what it is that you want um, and what your goals are, getting super clear on those, assuming you've gotten as clear as you can possibly get at this point in your life about what you want to do with uh, the next year or maybe even few years from now, we can get into the rest, the actual setting yourself up for success in whatever it is that you've chosen. So here's the thing, you really need to have clear targets and repetition, okay? Those are the two keys, okay? Intention, intention is so important. Intention is so important and it's really important to set your intentions constantly and to remind yourself of your intentions constantly. It's not about, it's not enough to just make your intentions for the year. You also have to think about your intentions for each quarter, for each month, for each week, each day, each hour. You know, you have to have intention because without having clear intentions, you're really not going to get clear results. You're going to get a lot of a mixed bag. Okay, you're going to be much more reactive. And that's not there's a time and a place to be, you know, going with the flow of things and being more in that kind of like, you know, just take things as they come. There's a time and a place to do that. But overall, that's not where you really want to live. Okay, that's not the neighborhood we're looking at. You want to feel like you are in control and you are doing things that you actually want to do. And you are doing what it is that you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it, and that you're really serving yourself and prioritizing yourself. So be really clear about your intentions. Intentions are really what will keep you on track and focused and reminding yourself of your intentions through repetition is very important. So remember that we'll get right back to that as we go on. I would say you shouldn't be, depending on what your goals are and how time consuming and how energy consuming they can be and mentally consuming they can be, because I think that varies from person to person. I really don't think that anyone should have more than five top goals for a year. Okay, ideally, I would say if you can identify the three things that would make the biggest impact in your life, stick with those. If you want to stretch out and go to five, that's fine. But really identify what your priorities are. And also, if you can kind of list them out, like if you can decide what your actual top, top priority is, 
do that, okay? Take the time to do that. Now, maybe this isn't something you're going to be able to do in a sitting. Maybe this is something that you're kind of going to have in the back of your mind over the course of a weekend. That's fine, but you still want to make sure that you are doing this because this will make the rest of your life so much easier. And you can use these tips. You can use this kind of thinking of like what's actually most important. You don't have to wait for, you know, the start of the new year or the end of a year or the start of a new month. You could literally do this whenever you want, but it does benefit you to do it before the start of a new year. It just does. It's kind of nice. It's a nice, you know, way of compartmentalizing, categorizing things by years, right? So I would say identify three to five goals max for the next year. If you do happen to have just one goal, if you are the type of person where you're like, listen, there is one thing and one thing only that actually matters to me and is actually really important. And it's like so like laser focused and clean and clear for you. Just know I'm so jealous of you. (laughs) I am so jealous of your ability to prioritize. But Besides that, as I was saying, three to five goals, they can be whatever you want. It can be professional, it can be personal, it can be related to your body, to your money, whatever you want. There really is no right or wrong thing. I'm not the type of person who's like, you should want this or you shouldn't want that. Just whatever your reasons are, make sure that they make sense for you. Um, There's going to be points in everybody's life where they're going to be wanting things that, you know, maybe aren't ideal for them or aren't actually the right thing for them to want. But I do think that it's kind of important for people to experience going after those things and potentially even getting those things um, because that really teaches you a lot and helps you to get much more clear on what's really important to you. Um, Sometimes some people can't get get clear on what's actually important to them until they've actually gone after the things that aren't that important to them and have even seen some success in those areas. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you what's right or what's wrong. Everybody's different. Everybody's at a different place in their lives on a different path. They've got a different way of getting there. Um, There's no right or wrong. But what I would say, though, is no matter what your goal is, I would say it should be something that is measurable, trackable, and actionable. Okay, so let's say and especially when you're talking about bigger things. And typically, you know, your overarching goal for a new year or a year in general will be something that's kind of kind of a little bit bigger, kind of just a bit out of reach, if not maybe a lot out of reach from wherever you're standing. So, so what I mean by that, let's say you have a money goal, right? Don't just say make more money. Pretty much every single person on the face of the earth wants to make more money. Even Jeff Bezos wants to make more money, and he's got all of it. (laughs) He's got more than all of us, um, probably combined. But make more money isn't specific enough. Making a dollar in that case could be more money, okay? Um, Because it is more money technically, right? But I don't think that's specific enough. I don't think that's what you're actually looking for. I don't think there's somebody who's saying, I just want to make a dollar more than I made, you know, in the last year. Not really. Like, that's not that's not something that I think is going to make or break anything for most people. I would say avoid things that are too vague. Something like maybe increase my revenue or my profits or my salary or uh, my income by 10% or 20% or double it. Whatever it is, if you can attach some kind of like something that's measurable, trackable, and actionable to it. If it's something that is measurable and trackable, 
you'll have a lot more of a chance of actually achieving it. I mean, there's kind of science behind this. And it's also like what you're focusing on expands and grows and you have more clarity. Again, it's much more clarity. So your your subconscious mind knows, okay, this, you know, my person here is wanting to increase their income by, let's say, 10%. That would look like about this number. So it's going to have things stand out to you that will help you get towards that direction, especially if you keep feeding that into your subconscious mind of, you know, this is the thing that I want to create. I want to increase my income by X percent or whatever it is. Um, That's kind of how it works. So that's something that you can really also make actionable. You know, you can really break it down and really create a plan and monitor it, right? Um, Another vague thing that maybe a lot of people might want to do is, let's say, get more organized. Um, That's very vague. You can organize just one junk drawer and that would be technically more organized. But is that really what you're going for? No. Like, what's the bigger picture of it? What would it look like? Okay, get very, very specific, you know, and break it down into you know, actionable things, break it down into different areas of the home, break it down into different steps. Like if you are trying to get organized, the number one thing to do is to edit. That means remove what doesn't belong in your home anymore. You know, whether that means donating things, throwing some things away, um, selling some things that maybe have a little bit more value and you can maybe get some money out of if you find that to be worth your time and energy. I think a lot of people have like at least a couple thousand dollars worth of, worth of items in their home that they are not using or will never use. So whatever it might be, that's just like a little tip. But yeah, make it actionable, break it down, create a plan, create a vision and simplify and make it actionable. And also besides making it actionable and like breaking it down into the exact system and strategy that you're going to use to get things um, done a certain way, set times, you know, schedule things in your calendar, be realistic about how much time something's going to take you. Don't say that something's going to take you 30 minutes when it might take you a whole afternoon. Okay. So whatever it is, Don't go for do this more or do this less. That's way too vague. That's not that's not really your goal. Your goal should be something that's much more attainable and measurable. Okay, so let's say you have a spiritual goal. Let's say you're somebody who you want to meditate every single day. You're not going to say I want to meditate more. (laughs) if you are, let's say, currently not meditating at all, or maybe meditating a few times a week, and you're like, I want to meditate every single day, you're going to want to write that as your goal, you're going to want to say meditate once a day, or at least once a day. Um, Sometimes what might be helpful, depending on what your goal is, is if there's something that realistically would be normal and great for you to do twice a day, but once would be a great improvement anyway, maybe set aside the time to do something twice a day. Set your goal to be do it twice a day. So that way, even if you don't do it twice a day, maybe you've got it done once. Um, Same for anything that you're trying to do. Like let's say you're trying to, um, I don't know, write a book or something, or you're starting a blog or you're doing a YouTube channel or something. Make it so that you're working on that absolutely every single day. And if you can be very specific about like the one thing that you would be working on every single day or something specific you would be doing if that was a goal you were going going after, um, make it so that you are intending to do it every single day. That way, even if you don't do it every single day, maybe you miss a day, maybe you'll get it done three or four times out of the week and that could be great. If you don't set it, if you don't set the time for it, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to actually keep up with it, especially if you have other 
goals, and intentions. Um, a big thing with a lot of people is sometimes they'll have intentions or they'll have goals, and one of two things will happen um, if they're not finding that they are actually putting in the time and energy to it. It's usually for two reasons. One, it might be maybe that's not something you're actually into. Um, maybe it's something you think would be like kind of like a nice to have. It's something that you may be supposed to do. Or on the other hand, it could be fear. It could be fear. It could be a fear of maybe you're not doing it well enough or uh, maybe it's not going to be good enough. Maybe it's not going to be worth your time. Some kind of fear. And the thing is, that's a whole separate episode. But I have to say, like, in order to get good at something, you kind of have to allow yourself to sort of suck at it. And you don't have to be the best at anything. You could literally just, you know, just enjoy doing something just for the sake of doing it. And from there, you can improve and actually get better. And usually, if it's something that you actually really enjoy, just for the sake of enjoying it, you will likely get a lot better at it just naturally, just because you're going to want to get better at it, you're going to be into it. So don't just really identify, like, is it something that I actually want? Or is it something that I'm holding myself back back from because I'm afraid of whatever it might be? So that's that's a whole separate set of work, a whole separate video probably, but I felt like it was important to mention and especially to ask yourself if you are finding that you're putting things on your, you know, your list of goals for the year and maybe some of these things are things that you've put on, you know, as your goals for years past and never really made much headway in, you know, ask yourself what's actually different about this time and is it just things that you're telling yourself or is it you are truly ready to commit yourself to these things. Because if it's not, if there hasn't really been something that's like really clicked for you, that's made you think like, no, this time is going to be totally different because now I feel charged up because of X, Y, Z thing that happened maybe in the past year or because of whatever it might be, whatever it is that sets a fire under your ass, it's different for everybody. Maybe it's revenge. For me, it's always revenge. Um, but <laughs> uh, like literally whatever it might be, you know, in that case, fine. But if it's not if you don't find that you're feeling any different about it, you're, you might actually be setting yourself up for another wave of disappointment of not actually getting it done. So, and that's just a waste of time because you could have put something else that does actually, you know, interest you and excite you on your list of goals. You can accomplish that or make significant, uh, a significant dent and get some, what's it called, gets a lot of traction and momentum going this year in that and actually feel a lot better about yourself. Okay, so that's something not a lot of people talk about. You know, everybody assumes that everybody knows what they want to do or um, if you say you want to do something, it actually means you do or it means you don't if you do this and that. Like, it's important to really, you know, have a have a think, have a think, have a conversation with yourself about whatever it might be. So let's say you have a goal. This is where we're going to really sort of break down maybe a little bit more specifically into what we mean by, you know, strategizing and creating a plan. So when you have your goals, let's say one of your goals is to start a YouTube channel. That's a pretty good goal, but let's fix the phrasing a little bit. You know, let's find something that actually creates more of a picture, like paints more of a picture in your mind and really gets your visualization kind of flowing and makes you feel much more excited. So maybe your goal could be you could tweak it a little bit and say, you know, become a YouTuber and create and run a YouTube channel for my brand or create a YouTube channel that talks about 
whatever the subject is, or teach people how to do this on YouTube, or share this message on YouTube, whatever it might be, okay, whatever it is that really excites you. And then break that down into actionable steps with dates. As I said, it's so important to add dates so that you can actually keep on track. So let's assume you haven't even filmed any content yet and you're totally starting from scratch, but you know what the subject is that you're going to be focusing on. Also, another thing people might think of is like, whoa, I'm gonna need equipment. Pretty much everybody has a camera on their phone these days that is pretty decent, at least decent for when you're first starting out. Um, I always say start with what you have you know, I don't really recommend buying very expensive equipment when you're just starting out because number one, what if you don't like making YouTube content? What if it's not really like making videos is not something that thrills you? Um, what if you, for whatever reason, find that it's not really worth your time? Maybe you don't feel like this is the thing for you. Or what if you're just not really, you find that you are you don't end up staying consistent with it for whatever the reason is. Um Look, granted, you can always end up selling the equipment, but you might take a loss um, and it might take up a lot of your time. And, you know, what if you really end up, you know, I don't know, maybe you need the money fast for whatever reason. You don't know. I don't know what your situation might be. So I don't recommend people, especially if you like don't invest more than you're willing to lose. And that goes for basically everything. But it also goes for um, you know, buying like the right equipment or whatever to start, you know, making videos on YouTube. You know, you can have maybe like a little budget that you're comfortable with and find things within that range and then decide to yourself, okay, when, um, you know, whatever the marker would be, when I make X amount of money or I get X amount of, you know, followers or I get X amount of views or I've been doing this for X amount of time, whatever it's, whatever's the marker for you, um, then you could say I'll upgrade my equipment at that point. But yeah, very important. Just a little, just a little tidbit for anybody who maybe might be wanting to, you know, create a YouTube channel at some point this year. For most people and for most channels and for most kind of content, you could you could get away with a lot on your phone. I mean if you think about it, like even makeup tutorials, so many people are uploading makeup tutorials onto Instagram that they've been filming on their phones. There's ways around it. I think lighting is much more important than the actual camera itself, but that's a whole other thing. If you guys want to know more about what I think about YouTube content like any tips and tricks and things that I've learned over the years because I've made literally every mistake under the sun so I know what not to do um, and how to get around things when you fuck up let me know dm me and I'll I'll work on some content for you there but anyway so let's say you haven't created any content but you know what kind of content you want to create first you know thing that you could say is come up with five to ten topics for your next videos you know what are the five five to ten videos that you want to do um, the next thing could be create outlines for each of these. You know, if you feel like it would be helpful for you to have some outlines, kind of a plan to figure out what you're doing, because especially when you're first starting out, um, it's always best to have. Listen, whenever you can plan a little bit is, is very helpful, even if it's just to have a rough outline. It's just helpful. It just helps you keep on track. You know, schedule that in. Set aside time for that. Set aside um, by when you want to have all that done. Um, then set aside time to film each of them, to edit each of them if it's necessary. If the content is something that needs to be edited, um, then you would have another step, which is, you know, work on the tags, the descriptions, the titles, um, work on thumbnails. I say these things and I, I said like five to 10 videos. I do recommend, I will say that if you are going to start, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it is a podcast, whether it's 
um, a blog, whatever it is that you're trying to create, I would always say start creating in advance, like create a handful of things in advance. Um, so that way you actually have a little bit more of a buffer as you adjust, okay? Because as you're uploading each of these pieces of content, you're going to be learning something. You're going to be learning what your audience likes, what they don't like, what they're responding to, what's resonating for them. And that'll help you in creating the next number of content and even help you maybe make adjustments in your editing of what you've already created if if that's necessary or would be helpful and possible. Um, but it's very good to kind of have something like a number of things at first kind of ready to go just so that you can have consistency because especially I mean no matter what you're always going to have to have consistency but whenever this comes from the most inconsistent person on the planet like learn from my mistakes like I said um but especially when you're first starting a YouTube channel like that has to be like your you are whenever you're starting anything whenever you're building anything from the ground up that is what you are living and breathing so honestly, I would also say as like a side note, if you are starting something like a YouTube channel, do not have more than three goals total for the year. And if anything, I would say make the YouTube the number one, if that is something that is your goal, that should be like a number one, or reasonably like for really reasonable, reasonable reasons, a number two priority, you know, like, let's say you have a full time job, or you're not planning on YouTube being your full time source of income quite yet. You know, it's just something that you're building because YouTube is completely a full-time job. I don't care whether you want to upload videos once a week, once a month, or every single day. It's it's all pretty much going to be a full-time job no matter which way you swing it. Um, you will always be working on it. There, It's inescapable. Just saying. Again, if you want more information about like YouTube related stuff, let me know because I have so much to say on the subject. DM me on Instagram, email me, whatever you want. So as I was saying, you want to make sure whatever your goals are, they are actionable and measurable and doable. Okay, it has to be like something that you clearly know, like you're, it's spelled out in like the simplest of language. It's like you're trying to tell a two-year-old what to do. That's the best way of actually getting yourself to do things rather than staring at a list of things you need to do, but not really understanding where to start. Like write your the list of things that you need to do and look at it as if you were looking at it as in like, what am I supposed to do today? And how, how the hell do I start? Literally, if you have to break down each of the steps into other steps, do it. Do it. Take the time now to do it. You want to really set yourself up for success. You have to create a blueprint. Okay, that's what you're creating here. You're literally creating a blueprint for the rest of your year. Something that's so like you have to make it idiot proof, basically. Okay. Okay. So there's the goal. And then underneath that is the systems. Okay. This idiot proof step-by-step -step guide of what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when, um, what day, what time, that's your strategy. Okay. That's your system. And this is all about supporting yourself to get things done and stay on track. Look at your goals. What are you going to do every single day? What are you going to need to do weekly? What are you going to need to do monthly? What are you going to need to do quarterly? Write all of that down and schedule it. Set reminders on your phone. Um, put it in your calendar. Put it in your planner. Whatever you do. I love a planner. You know me. I love a pen to paper. It's my favorite thing. But this is how to take a nice idea and turn it into something that has a fighting chance to become real. This is how you give your dreams 
and your goals a fighting chance to actually become real, okay? This might sound like tedious work. The sooner you get it done and like map it all out, the sooner you can actually get going and hit the ground running. Because if you don't sit to do this, you end up feeling like you need to continually be doing this like over and over and over again. And that could really slow you down. When instead, if you took, you know, the time to really set this all up initially and think of anything that could become like maybe a roadblock or something that could, you know, um, set you back and kind of figuring out okay, well, if that were to happen, or if this were to take place, this would be my next plan of action. Now, granted, sometimes we can't foresee anything and everything that would happen, but it is important to do what you can. Of course, throughout the year, you may make adjustments, okay? You may reprioritize, but having this starting out point can be immensely valuable. But be very realistic with your time and your energy. Um, Like I said, before where I was like, if you're doing like a YouTube channel from scratch, like don't have really almost any other goals, like unless they're like super minor or like realistically you have like a good reason, like a good real reason for why YouTube would be number two. Okay. Whatever that might mean for you. Um, A lot of times what happens is people overestimate how much they can do in a year, but really underestimate what they can do in a decade. Okay, and since we're going into a new decade, it's important to note that. So depending on what your goals are, listen, if you start out with three and you find like, you know what, this is doable. I totally have totally and realistically do have space for something else. You can always add at some point. But I would say give yourself a few months of dedicating yourself just to these most important things and then see if like see how you feel. Do you really think it's necessary to add something else? You think it makes sense to add something else? Um, A lot of the times, the less you do, the better. The more laser focused you can be, the better you can actually be. Like if you're able to actually focus on really, truly, mainly one thing, it'll probably be a lot better for you than trying to spread yourself in so many different areas. You know, figure out what works for you, what makes the most sense for you. And like I was saying with blueprints, okay, and foreseeing what could potentially go wrong, think about... Over the course of your life, what have been the things that have slowed you down? Okay, everybody's got things that have slowed them down. Maybe it was um, doing too much of something, doing too little of something else, maybe getting too invested in certain things that weren't actually healthy or productive. Maybe it was, you know, heartbreaks, breakups, uh, maybe people demanding too much of your time, maybe overcommitting yourself, putting, you know, certain things off for last minute, whatever it might be that has come up a lot and you've noticed that it's slowed you down often, um, make game, pl- game plans for what to do, okay? What do you know now that you know is like the remedy for you? And have that down listed down. Like if this and this happens, this is the best course of action. This is what we do and we move forward. That's it. So that way when something comes up and it's one of those, you know, triggers of things that typically waste a lot of your time and energy, you know what to do. (laughs) You know what to do and you just, you just do it. Because I think so much of the time we forget what to do and we just end up creating the same patterns over and over and over again. So it's very important to see what the patterns were in your life that you felt like maybe there were certain things that were holding you back. Come up with your remedy for your, your course of action for each of those things. Okay. Should they come up again? So that way when it does show up again, you already got it in your blueprint. Now, speaking of this blueprints, right? So you've got your goals 
okay? Your top goals and basically your, your, your systems, right? Now, I would say type this up. You should have this typed up. You know, I think it's nice to do that. Type it up, print it out. Or if you have like decent handwriting, just have it written out nice and clean on a new set of paper. Tuck this into maybe your planner, maybe your journal, you know, something that you keep all the time, kind of like you go through all the time. Maybe it could be something that you just keep on your computer or in your phone, whatever it might be, whatever works for you. So at least, you know, when you have to refer back to it, you know where it is. It's easy to access. Um, But then, very important, I would say you can do this with like a poster board and make it really cute and fun and kind of like a vision board almost and get really creative and have fun with it if that's your vibe. Or you could just, you know, get a very, you know, nice clean print of it, you know, big fonts um, and have it up in a place that you will see often. Okay, something that you will see often. This is huge. Okay, repetition, as I said, is key. You want to drill this into your mind, into your subconscious mind. So that way, like I was saying before, intention is very important. And reminding yourself of your intentions and remaining intentional and making that a priority will help you to actually stay on track of your goals. Because often what happens, especially if some of these goals are kind of out of the norm of or require things that are out of the norm of what we normally do or what we've been used to doing or how we've been used to doing things, it'll be very easy for us to just regress back into our old ways and forget all about things until like we're like, oh yeah, that thing that I wanted to do and shit, it's already fucking June. Like, well, I guess maybe next year, you know? Um, No, you want to keep this somewhere that you can actually see it. Okay, so that means, you know, put it up next to your bed, like put it on your desk, whatever it is for you that you feel comfortable having it, but you will also see it the most. Okay, you want to be seeing your goals a lot. Um, A lot of people, a lot of very successful people, what they do is they write down their top goals, whether they're their top goals for the year or for their whole lives in general or both. They will write down their goals at least once a day, every single day. Some people, they'll write their goals down three times a day. Um, The point of this is it helps to keep you focused. It is so easy for us to lose focus. It's so easy for us to get sidetracked. It's so easy for us to get swept up in things, um, especially more emotional things, and kind of get lost and forget what our actual purpose is. Here's the thing about purpose. It's not something that's typically necessarily God-given. It's whatever you decide to make your purpose, okay? Your purpose is flexible. You're not like just destined to doing one thing and one thing only. You get to choose, okay? Choose things that actually make sense for you. Choose things that actually feel good to you and that you could actually be good at, okay? Um, But yeah, repetition is key because that helps it to embed and remain embedded in your subconscious mind. And when you have things embedded in your subconscious mind, it will literally highlight and draw you and pull you towards the things that your conscious mind doesn't even realize have any connection to the bigger picture. Your subconscious mind is brilliant beyond measure. There's science behind this. Um, So yeah, that's what I would say. Um, is very important for if you are trying to create goals, make them actionable, make them measurable, uh, make sure they're what you want and that they make sense for you. 
don't overload yourself. You can always add more, um, but you'll feel much worse if you're trying to strip things down and feel like, oh my God, I just, I thought I wanted to do all these things and now I don't, like, I know I have to do less. I don't know what I have to cut off. I don't know what I have to remove. Make things simple for yourself. Pick a few things and go. And if you find that you have the extra time, the extra energy, the extra space, you are more than welcome to go ahead and add more things. It's much easier to add than it is sometimes to strip away. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for this week's episode. I, I wanted to initially make this like 20 minutes, I think, and I pretty, I'm pretty sure that I've gone way over that. But um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I hope that you found it helpful. This was a very practical, you know, sort of breakdown of what to do to turn your dreams into goals and your goals into realities. But if you want to get a little bit more into the woo-woo side of things and how to take advantage of the spiritual, <laughs> you can pre-order Manifest Destiny Secrets Not in the Secret by going to secretsnotinthesecret.com and you could pick up your copy for like $11. It's not going to ever be $11 again after this point. So you could get the audiobook, you can get the ebook, whichever you choose. You can even get both for just $20. Again, the prices will go up after after launch. So be sure if you're interested in checking it out, I highly recommend doing it from now. Um, you can also send a copy to your friend for free, whoever you choose. Just respond to the confirmation email with their email you know, let me know where to send it to and I'll make sure that it gets them. So in the meantime, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and I look forward to talking to you again next week.